this week on Tea with Queen and Jay. Women, sex, hip hop, and the men who cry about it. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. You don't have to say a word. You don't have to say a word. You don't have to say a word. Wait, who is this? All I know is that it's not R. Kelly. And that's all that matters. Okay. All right. Are you sure? I'm I'm, I'm double checking right now. It's by the Rude Boys. It's a group. Oh. Ooh. Because I was like. Talk about unsung. (laughs) You couldn't have. Yo, any money, any amount of money, I would have lost that bet or if somebody was like just guess you have a hundred guesses i would have never you can guess a hundred names and i'll give you a million dollars i would never in my life would have said the rude boys i don't don't even i didn't remember that that was a thing this is what i'm saying yeah welcome Welcome to tea with queen and jay we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time i'm queen i'm jay and this is tea with queen and jay yes that's do it how are you doing I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Enjoying the summer and shit. Okay. It's okay. going well. I'm still loving it. I still feel very busy, but it is, I am having like a bomb bang out summer. That's cool. I need more outdoor activities. I'm going to mm. make that happen. But I need more like sitting in the grass, mm-hmm. looking at water. Like I need more yeah. of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I need to incorporate that. I like you know, that. Before the weather turns. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Against us. Against us. Yes. I feel that. You're right, I feel that. You're right. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, you, podcast. Can, you can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. We love when you use it on all the social meets. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We like it. We love it. We retweet it. All of the shit that you do to engage on social media, we will do it when we find it on the hashtag. Also, use the hashtag pod in. That is a now listen hashtag. And that lets other people know that you are listening to Tea with Queen and Jay. That's right. This is a spot of tea episode. This is a Tea with Queen and Jay episode without our normal segments. We just get on here and we talk our shit. It is planned. It is formatted. But without all the extra stuff so we can do an episode every week because it's just two of us we're a two person team such an explainer oh <laughs> sorry no it's your quality My bad. they would get no fuck explanations it was just me tell so me nothing it works out fuck you hear listen that right. would be my thing you know that's cool can you tell the people what libations are yes libations are when we pour some for the homies the people places and things that give us black ass motherfucking joy those are our libations jay you have any libations i do have libations yeah so my first libation is for to kenya of to kenya talks podcast i was on her return episode this week or her season premiere i'll say dope dope yes and we talked about christianity the patriarchy and being a co-conspirator it was Mm -hmm. it was um started off kind of being an episode about uh, queer allyship yeah. and shit. And then I talked about my feelings about allies and all that stuff. Fuck them. That part. Yeah. Um, and it was good. It was good to just like have a chill episode and talk about some shit I hadn't talked about. I talked about my growing up in Christianity and my experiences with that. I'm so silly. 
Wow. I was like, Jesus! <laughs> That's what we used to do in my house to make to make fun of y'all Christians in my Muslim home. We used to do that. That is funny <laughs> as hell. Here's the secret. Uh-huh. We used to do that in my house too to make fun of us Christians in our Christian home. Okay? Because it's fucking funny. Anyway. Yeah, so that was cool. And Kenya was great. We had a really great conversation. I'm going to put the link to that episode in the show notes. Thank you so much to Kenya for having me. So, so thanks again. Cool. Um, my second libation is for Blurred City Con. I was there this past weekend doing a uh, indie comics panel, and I got to talk to Chuck Collins, Regine Sawyer, and Stephen Harris, Keith Williams, and Shanae Williams. No relation to Ken. Why do all of these people sound like R and B singers? Um, yeah, you right. You right. Regine Sawyer. You right. Stephen Harris, Keith Williams. (laughs) <laughs> Shanae Williams. You're right. <laughs> These are perfect names. It's funny because we were talking about how we get paid, and this um this could be an alternative. <laughs> all of you all could could also be RB singers. And Steven Harris. You're yeah. Like, yeah no, these are RB right. singers. You're right. But anyway, the point, <laughs> Queen, the point was we had an excellent conversation and it made me I love moderating panels. I didn't know that was the thing that I would actually like love to do, but I, I do love talking to niggas. Why? I, why? I knew that. How did you know that? Because you fucking love panels i do okay so you that's love what, panels I'm actually a and panel you actually nerd as well. like to organize things and facilitate yeah conversation i you, you are let's talk about this ass bitch right i am you are i am so i didn't I not surprised i didn't all. know that i was that type of person i'm like i actually love this and i also i am a panel nerd so like i can go to a con and not ever hit the floor and just be in panels yep the whole time um if they're good and as a panel nerd i know that there are lots of panels that fucking suck so um we left the panel that suck and jay was like let's create a panel <laughs> basically, <laughs> and, you, and you think that you're not basically a person who basically, likes to facilitate yeah panels. you're right so i enjoy that shit but in addition to enjoying it i learned that i don't see i don't think that i see enough panels that are intergenerational or that feature people of varied like quote-unquote levels i guess of experience experience. yeah it's either all a panel of like really senior folks or all a panel of people who have made this type of name for themselves or all a panel of like legends or new folks or Mm -hmm. whatever i feel like sometimes panels um are grouped in a way that we end up people end up kind of having similar conversation like coming yeah. from similar perspectives and i thought this panel was really cool because we had veterans on there we had people who were a little bit newer they're not really diverse yeah and it's funny because before i went into it i was like wow this is a really diverse panel let's see how it goes but that was really like i think what made it so interesting this mm-hmm. particular topic yeah. so so yeah so that that was really cool and it just gave me um ideas and more insight on like how i want to move forward with those type of discussions and like usually i try to um be thoughtful about sometimes whoever has asked me to do the panel has already like picked a few people or whatever but i try and be real thoughtful about the people i bring to the table and that was like the intergenerational piece is something i didn't notice that i wasn't thinking about mm-hmm. enough um so i want to make sure that i do that more often so yeah it was dope thank you clarissa for inviting me and and having me there um one thing though i still want to know so uh, libations to everybody also who went to blurred con this weekend i want to know why blurred con and blurred city con are the same weekend i have some idea 
Why it's that way, I don't know for certain because I don't. Idea? My idea is that the uh, people who run Blurred Con, people or person or whatever, intentionally hold it on that same date, but I don't know that for sure and for certain. Mm-hmm. I just remember that that has been said to me and told to me um, by a variety of different people. So I don't know, but yeah, I just yeah, feel like. face is kind of mixy. And, um... It's interesting. It's really interesting, but I feel like there are two cons that started around the same time. They actually, no, they started the same year. And the first year I was able to do both. And was that the same year? I think so. Anyway, that's what I want to see. That's what I want. I want, like, people should be able to do both of those things. And I just feel like with all the weekends that exist, um, those shouldn't happen on the same weekend. They they can't exist. You don't think exist. it's like by happenstance? Because how would they know? Because we're all in community and we communicate with each other and niggas know what niggas is doing. Are they all actually in community? Um... If they're doing that? No, I don't. When I say, I guess in that part, like we, when I say in community in this instance, I mean like niggas know each other. You know what I'm saying? And niggas know what the other one is doing. These, these people were on this, were like on the same panel at the Schomburg recently talking about events. You know what I'm saying? And I just, that piece of it really bothers me like that, that, that. I, I really wish like there are people who have reached out to us and said hey i'm gonna do these podcasting events i know that y'all do such and such what date is your such and such i want to make sure that we're not like overlapping that's how you do things you know what i'm saying and i just wish that i saw more of that type of community within the space mm-hmm. you know so because i would like to fucking go to both you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. fuck me though right anyway you don't matter right you don't matter Okay, all right. Okay, I'm back. These were libations. These were libations. <laughs> yeah, so libations to everybody who was at Blurred Con. Libations to everybody who was at Blurred City Con. And um, thank you, Blurred City Con, for having me. It was a fucking blast, yo. Donations, queen. Can you tell the people how and why to donate to Tea with Queen and J podcast? Yes, so you donate to Tea with Queen and J to help sustain this podcast, progress this podcast, and keep the lights on for this motherfucking podcast. You can donate by going to tvthqueenandj.com, slide down on our homepage, and there is where we have two options for you. Two. Our first option is our PayPal option, and that is when you could come however many times you want, drop however much you want in the collection plate. No commitment there. I always want to jump in the song with you, but I'm going to move on. And the, no, no, no. I'm I'm okay with it. The second option is our Patreon option, and that is where we're asking for a little bit more commitment. There we are only asking for two dollars a month. Two dollars. That is twenty four dollars a year. Um, you can give more or less if you choose to, but we are only asking for two dollars. Another way you can donate that is not monetarily, because we are some option given as bitches, is by subscribing to this podcast wherever you are listening to us. Whatever app that you're using to listen to us, press subscribe, make it permanent. Like, let us just come up in your feed every week. Mm -hmm. Share us with a friend. Tag us in those posts where they ask for podcasts. Rate, review this podcast on whatever app you're listening to. That helps the algorithm. That makes it possible for other people to find us as well. Yes, yo. Thanks to everybody who shot us a five-star rating um, over the past few weeks, yo. That's right. We read them shits and we appreciated them. Thank you so much. Yes. So those are the ways that you can donate to Tea with Queen and J podcast. 
That's right. If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen and J podcast, if you would like to advertise with us, send us your T-mail at TeaWithQueenandJ at gmail.com. If you'd like to hire us to speak at your school or organization or do a live show or consult, send us your T-mail at TeaWithQueenandJ at gmail.com. Queen. Yo. Did we get Patreons? Yep. Okay. Did we get new patrons huh? this week? Patrons. <laughs> yes, we did. We got some new patrons um, in our, you know, for the donation libations. Uh-huh. Um, so we want to show love and th- pour libations to Jack with the ill donation. Thank you, we Jack. See we see you. you out here. We see we you. We see you out here. We see you, brother. Um, I was doing the old man. I'm just trying to get like I'm trying you. To get like I'm you, trying man. to get like you, player. You out I'm here just, I'm doing trying to be thing. you. I'm trying to be you, you know play player. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> we also... <laughs> Also, Chrissy, Christy up there pledge. Um, we got a pledge from South. Mm-hmm. We got Jennifer who also up there pledge. We got Alicia, Alisa, Terrell, Darisa, Darika, Darika. But my Bronx tongue maybe was thinking maybe it's Darika. I don't know. Darica, All of that. Darica, Darica, Darisa. However, we love it. We Thank love you. It Thank you. And Diane. So thanks to all the patrons. Thank patrons. you, patrons. Love. We also got some PayPal love. So libations to Jerry. And Jerry wrote, I know it's not much, but I want to thank y'all for teaching me so much. Keep up the incredible work. Thanks, Jerry. I used to, I, was, I had a childhood boyfriend named Jerry. Really? Yeah, his name is Gerald. We call him Jerry. Oh, okay. I was about to say. I don't, I don't, I mean, I know people named Jerry now as an adult. I didn't know any children Jerry's. Oh, yeah. I made him pop in. Okay. Um, <laughs> as I do most men we got a donation from Gio and Gio says I wish I had more to give because I want to say y'all have been an inspiration as far as showing how much of a difference we as regular people can make as an artist I sometimes feel pressured seeing people get quick success for selling themselves out while I bend over backwards to try and do things organically and remain broke and struggling slash unable to make the kind of impact I dream of but hearing y'all talk about the importance of community and seeing y'all take action stands as a reminder that I don't need these white people's money to define my value as an individual and a creator. For that, I thank you all. Well, You're welcome, y'all. Gio. Thanks, Gio. Thank you for your donation and support. And we appreciate that you gave what you could give, yo. That sure. shit matters. It does. It really does. We also got another donation from Jessica. And Jessica says, hi. Hi, Q&J. This this is mad overdue. I've been listening to y'all for over a year now. Your podcast has gotten me through some shit, and I always look forward to the topics discussed. Last week's podcast on demisexuality was so good. Yo, real quick, thank you to everybody who sent us love for last week's episode, yo, for all the for all the segments, the demisexuality shit. Thank you so much for... I felt, honestly, after I talked about it, I felt a little bit like... Did I say too much? A tad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciated everybody's support in that. And then also the love we got for airing out whatever we needed to air out. Um, and just, just like that's the just reaffirmation. How I live my life, that's, hey, listen, that's just how, that's I, just how I am. You fuck with me, I'm going to let people know. So thank you all for that. We definitely appreciated that. Um, so back to um, Jessica. Mm-hmm. I felt very seen and felt like listening to, felt like listening to me and my homegirls. 
mostly queerdo femmes, talk about sex. I appreciate y'all and all the work that you do to help dismantle this cis-hetero white supremacist hellhole. Thank you for always keeping it real and showing up. The work y'all do is important. Also, more episodes about sex slash sexuality, please. Much love, Jess. Thank you, Jess. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank y'all, thank y'all. We can do more episodes about sex and sexuality. Maybe. We like talking about the sex and the sexuality. So our homies over at Queer Walk Podcast are having an upstate retreat. Um, So Queer Walk Upstate Escape August 30th through September 1st. And all you have to do is register. It looks like it's a free weekend. You just have to register by August 8th. We will be there. And I'm going to read what they have here so everybody knows what the deal is. Join your favorite black queer troublemakers and queer walk co-hosts Money and Nikita in Syracuse for a fun, regenerative hashtag queer walk weekend. Take this time to hang out and meet other members of the queer walk community. This will be a fun and chill weekend. De-stress, be in and build community and, and learn a thing or two about the rich abolitionist and organizing history of Syracuse, New York. Some of the events this weekend will be queer folks of color only events for a for all self-identified women, femmes, non-binary, agender, trans folks but others will be open to everyone. We can't wait to see all of your beautiful and wonderful faces. So again, the registration deadline for that is August 8th. So to just, that's just to make sure they can accommodate everyone and for, and for planning purposes. I'll leave to the link to um, the registration form in the show notes. I don't identify as queer, so I will be there. But like, if you're concerned about going and like, you know, not being able to participate in anything like you can hang out with me i guess yeah they could hang out say? with you when they're doing the there's some queer only events yeah so when so they're they doing queer only events i will just for anybody who's curious i will be a non-queer person who is there yeah. not doing the queer only events so like we can hang out unless i don't feel like being bothered and then you should also go that's have usually some tea when jay go. leaves me and goes in the room like, yeah that's be like oh okay. what straight over here <laughs> I've been trying to ditch you niggas all weekend. I'll see you later. Um, but yeah, so any I say that to say like straight welcome. It'll be fine. Well, no, they they already said that, but mm. I'm I'm saying that to say it'll be fine. I will also be a non queer person who is there navigating that. So mm-hmm. like you'll be fucking fine. Come through. It'll be a good time. Um, come and be an other. Yeah, come <laughs> and be an other. Mm-hmm. Come and like fucking don't center yourself yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so do that shit so i'm excited about it i'm looking forward to it and i do need some fucking restoration yeah and supposedly according to nikita and uh, money that syracuse is nice in the summer it's a nice place to be <laughs> <laughs> all right so i know we talk about language and stuff and how we use our own voices but that little click you did right there <laughs> It was so much information in that it's little nice, look. They trash Syracuse every single day on their own pod, uh-huh. and then it's like, "Come to Syracuse." That's funny. So like, no, nah, but I heard that that is um, it's nature. And yeah, it's, it's summertime. It's yeah. good. That's also um, not too far away from Syracuse. Were we in Syracuse when we went to Harriet no, Tubman's we went Auburn, grave? Auburn, New York. Okay, but not only what was like an hour away. Yeah, yeah. Um, was Harriet Tubman's uh resting place mm-hmm. so like it'd be it'd be decent stuff going on and then you'd be elsewhere and a pocket of people of color so you right know, you don't have to facts 
deal with the whites. With the whites. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So hopefully we'll see y'all there. And um, make sure you register before yeah, the deadline. Do that. Don't be hitting them up the 10th because the deadline's eight. Be like, hey, I was. No. I have nothing I hate more than that. This is not even my event and I'm getting annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's just get into the show. <laughs> okay, All right. What kind of tea are you drinking? I'm drinking water. Okay. I'm drinking water too. It's hot. Is that? And we need to hydrate. We yes. need to hydrate. We need you know, to, to keep hydrate. the haters away. Okay. What are your pronouns? She and her. What are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And what do you affirm for yourself this week? I affirm, as always, that I'm a bad bitch. I affirm that I'm enough. I affirm that I'll be self-employed and financially wealthy without motherfucking trauma. Yes. I affirm that I'm in a healthy relationship that will continue to grow stronger. Hey, boo. And I also affirm that I'm fucking well-rested. That's right. Like, I Yes, am. you are. I'm not tired. Yes, you are. I am recording, and I'm not tired. Feels good all right hey mm-hmm. i affirm sorry oh jay Yo. what do you affirm for yourself i affirm that i am not a lady i affirm that i am enough i affirm that my apartment is paid for my rent is paid i'm wealthy i'm self-employed and my finances are abundant opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma i have bags upon bags upon bags i had to say it like that because they're heavy i do not undersell <laughs> myself or underquote oh, my rate i am healthy in my body okay, okay okay i just remembered something that i wanted to libate okay okay libation is the vitamin yo okay because i had run out of vitamins in like february and it just never mm-hmm. brought some more Got and it. i brought some more like the top of the month okay and i've been like really yeah i feel i feel i feel good what the fuck are you taking? Vitamins. I'm taking a, a, a multi, like a daily multivitamin oh. for women. And it's helping with my metabolism. What? It's helping with my energy. What? Yeah, take some fucking vitamins, yo. Right, I understand it now. When I was a kid, I was like, What's, okay. wait, I want to take those vitamins. Send me a picture. <laughs> Send me a picture. I want to take those ones. I don't ever remember taking a vitamin and feeling like that. But. No, I've, I noticed the difference in my body. I don't know if it's, it's like... It could be a placebo effect. I just mm. know that I feel alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I have more energy. The, like it's just, I like it. I enjoy it. I'm not as sluggish as I was. All right. And I'm attributing it to vitamins. I want to actually put more vitamins in my repertoire. Yes. So I'm figuring that out and looking for like stuff. Going to the doctor and telling them what I'm not getting. And then mm. I'll buy vitamins based on whatever letters they said I wasn't getting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. So right. Okay. Well, I want to eat those vitamins. Too, so <laughs> I'll get a picture of that from you later. I'm with it. All right. So this week, nah. But um, we've been thinking about this topic for a while. A little minute. And um, our homie, our production support. Yeah. Mecca. Yeah. Yes. We kind of have like an intern kind of like who helps us out. Yes. Like a like a like production a, support. Yeah, they're like a like a production like they are production support. Yes. Yeah, so I'm like what the fuck is she I was trying for? to think of another word, but I don't have it, all right? You Leave did, me alone. You did well when you said production support. Get off support. my back. You did well. All right. Okay? Yeah, so the homie and Mecca had actually um mentioned this a while back and so it's been on our list to discuss um and 
we're gonna discuss it in a, a bit of a different way than we at first talked about it with yeah. Emeka, but I, we just wanted to be to be known that Emeka set the foundation for this conversation. Yes. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. But um, it came up recently. Well, it's been going on all the time. But the most ridiculous thing since the birth of hip hop, since the birth of hip hop on Cedar Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I, I just know that because they had the. I like that part because they had the tire swing as a kid. Tire swing is always a good look. Yeah, I didn't know I was in the legend park. I just knew that park had a tire swing. I do I always enjoy the tire swing, yo. You could get a certain type of like, you know how you do that lean back to like judge up more yeah. like um science. Give me a science word. Velocity. Okay. Speed. Mm-hmm. More moving back and forthness <laughs> to get higher up in the swing. You could do that more on a tire swing. I wasn't in swing. love with physics, just a a thing. All right, like I know the difference between the sciences. Anyway, talking about movement and shit. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is why people don't like you. So, um, yeah, you could get more like movement. They don't like me because I'm dark. Going well, that's (laughs) it. But you could get more movement going in a tire swing than in like a scoop swing or a regular swing or whatever. They had a what was it? A flat tire or like they had a tire sitting like up upright? No, like a tire. I know, but not that. Not that upright not the yeah like sometimes they'll have no this, not that shit. right you can sit the tire two different ways not that you can shit. sit it we didn't do that horizontal in the hood. we didn't do vertical. that in the hood we did the horizontal where more than one person can sit on it at the same time yes and then you can go in a circle yes yes we yes. did that because we're community ass people i remember we didn't want no singular yeah. swings more velocity more <laughs> velocity in that tire but i just do mad tricks on those how you do a trick on a tire swing what Bitch! I remember we went in circles and we go high and we you would stand on. You didn't stuff. used to hold on the the yeah. The, but what um, would you do? The things and then spin around, not sitting on oh. the thing, but you hold on to it, spinning around. Yes, I did do that. Yes, okay. Exactly. Sorry, tricks. I failed to call those tricks because I don't describe my my life with the the fucking whatever the paint. Only some you of us were only stories. some of us was brave enough to do that. Some people just sat oh. on the tire. No, I some did all the swing shit. Did the swing shit? Yeah, outside. I was with the swing shits. Mm-hmm. I was with the swing yeah, shits. Yeah. yeah. I didn't gain like fear. Oh, you know what happened to me? I hopped off a swing. Actually, this is the only time I got stitches, I think. I hopped off a swing. Um, and my grandmother was coming to help me get off the swing, but she didn't come fast enough. So I got off and then I stood in front of the swing. You got hit in the head. And I got hit in the head in the corner. I have a scar and I had to go get stitches. Like the oh. inside of my brains was exposed. No, not nothing. I was about to say brain. that doesn't But it was a dent, like in my sound right. It was a dent. It felt like it was like you in my skull and shit. Died. But my skull is right here. Mm. I never really myself. got crazily injured. My siblings did. Mm. My brother ran into the sliding board and his eyelid fell off. My sister broke her arm on the candy. On the How does your eyelid fall off? I don't know. That shit was off. They wow. somehow put it on. Okay. But it was not there. It was just, you know, I'm scared of eyeballs because of that. Wow. It was just an eyeball and then it was a lid on the slide. Mm. So, hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> We're here because this week in, in Ridiculous Hip Hop Shenanigans, um, Jermaine Dupree decided to come out his whole tiny face. And, and talk through them weird ass teeth. See, I wasn't gonna go that far. <laughs> I was. I wasn't gonna go that far. Everybody has different type of teeth in their mouth. Is, and I guess people come in different sizes too. The point is, he had the nerve to say something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna quote it. It was in relation to women in hip hop. And Jermaine Dupree said, if I, Do people not know who that is? Jermaine Dupree is the owner of So So Deaf. He's responsible for Little Bow Wow. <laughs> The Brat, Crisscross, Escape, lots of people. Oh, 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 
Oh, sorry. Them too. I can't remember that group. <laughs> I don't Jagged know. Edge. Would you call that? Is that a record label? Yeah, he was. A, he was oh, okay, also okay, okay. Yeah. That, but yeah, he's a producer, a dancer. He's responsible for TLC. Yeah. Um, Chris Cross, mm-hmm. Little Bow Wow, mm-hmm. The Brat, mm-hmm. Escape. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. Yeah, Atlanta stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and um, he is most famous for dating Janet Jackson. Would you say so? I just felt like saying that. Anyway. Yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> anyway, he dated Janet Jackson. I don't like to remember reason. that. Um, That caught me a bit off guard as well. I don't really like to remember that. Okay, I'm sorry I brought it up. So the quote is, I feel like they're all rapping about the same thing, Dupree said. I don't think they're showing us who's the best rapper. For me, it's like strippers rapping. Okay, you got a okay, you got a story about dancing in the club. You got a story about dancing in the club. You got a story about dancing in the club. But do any of y'all got Cristal? Because if your bathroom ain't got Cristal, oh sorry, (laughs) that's not in the quote. But that's what he said on his episode of Cribs, which is possibly the most ridiculous episode of Cribs I've ever watched. I don't remember his episode of Cribs. And I appreciate terrible. myself for not remembering fucking terrible. his episode of Cribs. It was Jermaine Dupree reminds me of those guys who, if had they not had money, they would not have anyone looking in their direction. Mm. And this sounds like something that those types yeah. of men would say. Okay. Okay. His stitches for cornrows. But you know what? Ooh, We're not going to get into all of that. Um. He don't even have ad libs we remember. Um, he doesn't? Think of one. So, so deaf. <laughs> <laughs> you a damn fool. <laughs> you get on my nose. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. Oh, my God. Ooh, that's what I be doing in here by myself with my dog, really. I be making myself laugh. But whenever, whenever I tweet something ridiculous, don't think I'm waiting for you to like it. I just be in here laughing at it. Just like that. All right. Um, so Jermaine Dupree. So go ahead, get into it. You have you have feelings about this. Jermaine Dupree, like just just shut up. Okay. That's it. That's the show. Good night. Good night. I mean, if you would like to <laughs> follow <laughs> TV <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> Jay, <or> Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. At, that's it. So we got to say about that. Oh boy. Oh god, nah. But for real though. So like when I hear men critique. Women who rap about... Well, first, I'm going to just get into his quote. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know which rappers are rapping about stripping specifically. Who's rapping about stripping specifically? Or who's rapping about, like, getting in for their money, doing what they want with their pussy, and stuff like that. Like, there's a difference between rapping about stripping... And rapping about getting your money. Yeah, so, like, I don't... I'm to be honest, I'm not hugely rap-verse. Money could probably let us know who is actually rapping about <laughs> stripping. Money from Queer Walk. <laughs> Who was rapping about, you know, sex Mm -hmm. and I guess pussy and getting money and Mm -hmm. like doing what they want and having agency and these things like that. So like, I just who are these rappers who are rapping about stripping? Nobody. Exactly. Exactly. I know. I know rappers who um have been strippers. I know rappers who have been strippers. I know rappers who. Rap about getting money, and in their video, they might be on a pole in the video, mm-hmm. or they're strippers in the video, right. and they're enjoying 
being around these strippers in the video, but no one mm-hmm. is actually like, I went to the club, got on a pole. Right. You know, like, I've currently, mm-hmm. like what he's talking about, couldn't he be talking about current women actually, rappers? Actually, we was just at karaoke and the lyrics to um Cardi B's Money is a little bit about stripping. But that's not all her music. Oh, no, not at all. Exactly. He's saying that every po- every person, mm-hmm. all the women are rapping about stripping. Mm-hmm. That is not true. Right. You just see women talking about sex mm-hmm. or talking about getting money and that must mean it's stripping right. it must mean sex work it mm-hmm. must mean those things and that's not what that means mm-hmm. like you know what i mean so that annoys me um so there's that then when i hear men critiquing women who talk about sex or who are for lack of a better word hypersexual or for women who are have agency with their sexuality or whom don't really uh, care to appease what society says women's relationship should be with sex. Mm-hmm. Um, when I hear any conversation like that, I always feel personally attacked because I feel like I my existence has always been one that aligns with a lot of these women rappers who talk about sex in that way. So yeah. a lot, like a lot of um, women who rap about sex within my growth, even though like from being younger and growing up, it, the the subject matter has changed, but even if it's something that's affirming my me and my relationship with sex, mm-hmm. I've it's like a good space for me. Like right. I enjoy that space. It's never been something that has, I guess, stored me wrong or mm-hmm. any of that shit. I haven't been in fluid. Like all this shit was shit as I was already thinking. And then I heard a bit say it and I was like, Yep, you're right. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. doing that too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was on that. Sh-. You know, it wasn't something right. that was like, oh, should I change you know, it wasn't something Perhaps that Perhaps I will try Dick. You know what? Little Kim said, throw lips to this shit. Mm-hmm. So I may I, begin to do that. So I shall partake. Right. Bitch, I was already sucking dick. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was just like, I always feel personally attacked when I hear conversations in that way. Because I know there are many, 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 many women who exist like me mm-hmm. and always thought something was wrong with them because they existed in that way. But then when they heard women who kind of mirrored or echoed the things that they were already thinking and feeling within themselves right. that they felt community mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so i always get annoyed when motherfuckers try to attack women who are um rapping about their pussy yeah yeah if i could rap i would rap about my fucking pussy mm-hmm. and you would like it I know but this. i just can't rap right so there's that no if you could rap you would rap a lot about your pussy I but would. you would rap about a lot of other things too because you're annoying you would <laughs> I'd be like, yo, I just, I wish she would just stick to rapping about her pussy. I really don't give a shit that she did gymnastics. I don't care. I don't but care. But I would tie that into my pussy skills. I know. Because I'm flexible. You have to let and all of that know shit. Because I would flip on a dick. Because I'm a gymnast. Like, I, I would do shit like that. There we go. I'm just there saying. And y'all would love it. Okay. That's all I got to say. All right. That, and then I kind of, I feel like there's this, um, there's this feeling about like people get all this sense of like false nostalgia about what r- women used to rap about Word. and what women used to do mm-hmm. when women rappers of the past been rapping about um the sex? sexual shit yeah they they've been doing that like salt and pepper used to rap about sex mc light in all of her um deep and that rough neck song it's about sex. She talked about sex. It's about fucking. Yes. It's about fucking guys. And that's the kind of guy she want to fuck with. Yeah. Because he's a roughneck. Right. Gotta get a roughneck. Mm-hmm. That, Missy Elliott. Missy. 
rapped about sex all the time, but she was fat, so everybody dismisses the fact that she was rapping about sex. You know how much Missy told me about dick? Plenty. Plenty. Mm-hmm. And she told us not to take that one minute man shit, mm-hmm. which is important. Wait, not to do what? One minute man. Don't settle for that shit. Break oh, one off. minute man. Yeah, break oh, me yes. off. Show me what you got. Right. Because I don't want no one minute man. One minute man. Yes. You know I'm what that meant for you. me in, in, in high school? All her songs meant a lot to me. Yeah, no, but yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. yes. But, but like you said, because she was fat. Yeah. It was not something that we, that, it's just the amount that Missy talks about sex and how sexual she is in her raps and her like R&B type songs and no one categorize her as a person as a woman as a who sexual, sexual person right because y'all don't want to fuck her so mm-hmm. now there's no sexual thing happening there because you don't want to have sex with her well men right men, men who men who don't want to have sex with her or the ones who do but still are they're not going to say it out loud oh hell no right 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 right, right. so so i feel like that's tired and that's whack. And it's a, it's like a rewriting of history. Yeah. You know? Revisionist. It's revisionist history. And people do it with with um men rappers too. You know what I'm saying? People will go back to, well, back in the day we wasn't doing this and that or whatever, or we wasn't talking about this, or it was more this or more that or whatever. Yeah, they did. There do. was bullshit in every ever. You know, in every there era was. of hip hop. That clown there MC was... Hammer because he was too happy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in the same ways mm-hmm. as which whatever that guy joe bunning clowned some rapper because he was too happy you know like right. this these things happen mm-hmm. they reoccur yeah um that and then i think that there's a lack of like nuance and in, in in the way that people are critiquing these rap artists and the way that people are talking about how they talk about sex like to me yeah. there's an evolution between the way that little kim talked about sex and the way that Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion talks about sex. Cardi B is the first woman rapper who I heard talk about, um, talk about her sexuality or or her anything, her womanness uh, in a way that made me feel like we, that made in a way that made me feel like I was a part of the story. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to fit myself into this male hip hop narrative in a way that I would with other hip hop of the past. Like other, like when I'm with most women who enjoy hip hop, we enjoy male rappers period. We put ourselves in the story. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? The same way that black folks can connect to white characters in movies and shit like that. Black women who enjoy hip hop have traditionally fit themselves in the story of the songs that were not about them. That were not had there was no thought or consideration yeah. for their existence. Mm-hmm. Even we fit ourselves in the story, and so Cardi B was the first time I heard somebody rapping like in a way that like I don't have to fit myself in the story. Like this is easily me. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. easily me. It's cool because even back when Little Kim was rapping, it was still. I felt for male gaze in a way that Cardi and Megan are not rapping for yeah, male gaze. It, it, was, it, it was. was sexuality for the eyes of, of men. men. Right. And I still enjoyed that. It was still fun that this there's an aspect of that that is reality. But it's different than what I, I would love to hear. I would love to read and hear more of this progression from what Little Kim and Foxy were doing to like where we are with right the sex now. conversation now. Yep. And also, what Cardi B does and what Megan does are two totally different things. Aside from like yeah. the lyricist factor, 
what they're saying is different. Yes. May, Cardi don't talk about sex in the way that Megan talk about it. Exactly. Megan don't talk about being the type of bitch that Cardi talks about being. Exactly. They're talking about very different things. Which we know because we actually listen to women. Right. Lots right. of folks do not right. listen to women. They're not listening to these rappers. They just see their mouths moving. They see their mouths moving, see their bodies, see that um, visually there might be a male gaze thing mm-hmm. appeasement whatever happening right. which i don't think so i think that's the stuff that they do for themselves and then men happen to look too mm-hmm. but these motherfuckers not listening to what they're saying right because it's women rapping and why would you listen why would you listen to that you only listen if it's like lauren hill or like someone else who which was also a response to male gaze but you know whatever. yeah exactly what, what a do different I know? kind of response to male right. gaze mm-hmm. you know so that's the only time people listen and i've always had issues with the idea that women have to mute their bodies or mute whatever people attach to like femininity or sexuality in order for people to like actually listen Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i that's some rape culture shit yes of course actually and it's that i see that yeah that idea that i can't hear what you're saying because i'm so blinded by your physical your physical appearance is distracting yeah because i have a fucking problem and i can't control sexualizing you i can't control my dick i can't control my brain none of that and the appearance of your breasts in a certain way or you wearing tight clothes all i can think about is sex sex and pleasing myself in some way um so that i think needs to be called out for what it is Mm -hmm. and Megan is a lyricist, and I think that people have trouble acknowledging that because she is cute, and she's cute in traditional ways, and rapping about sex, and doing it in a way that is skilled. Money, 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 Do you know what this year is? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like giving black women year. your money. Yes, give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh yes, yes. We do this dope ass women's race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week, sometimes twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yeah. TWSQueenandJ.com Hit that donate tab And mm-hmm. we have two options there so you Two Two You become a patron Or you can just donate through PayPal yep. You choose We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right On how you give us money That's right If you want to donate via Patreon We're asking all of our listeners To break us off $2 a month That's $24 a year And if everybody who listens Does that shit We will have everything That we need to do Everything we want to do For this podcast Everything And if you love us so much That you want to break us off A one time donation A multiple time donation Or if you don't like The the once a month Kind of system You can go to our PayPal And give us any amount of money We will take that shit We will love that shit We will appreciate that shit We will use that shit That's right So once again TeaWithQueenAndJay.com Hit the donate tab And choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes yeah um young ma young ma raps about sex all oh, young ma has porn like right you know like right. young ma is a very sexualized woman mm-hmm. who raps but because right. it's not centering 
um, male gaze in a way that allows them to participate. Mm -hmm. And also, because it doesn't center like men with penises, then it's like not happening. Mm -hmm. It's not real. Or because men could feel a part of the story in a way, like, because they could could put themselves perhaps, um, and I'm talking about cis straight men, they could put themselves in young ma's shoes. Yeah. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Excuse me, young ma. Young M.A.'s shoes. Mm -hmm. Why, Why am I like this? They could put themselves in young M.A.'s shoes and be a part of the story in that way. Yeah, and they make her not a woman so mm-hmm. that they can, like, do that. Right. So we don't... I think when women listen to hip-hop, when we put ourselves in the stories, we don't make the rapper not a man. We just put ourselves in the experience. Right. But I think with Young and May, they ha- have to make her a nigga. Mm. You know, like, for mm-hmm. it to be, like, for them to make themselves in the story in the way in which we make ourselves in the story. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think she's a woman to them in the moment. Right. When it comes to how they rap and when they talk about their sex with women. And a lot of times young and May's raps are kind of like, um, toxic and, mm-hmm. you know, toxic masculinity in that way. So I'm sure they can relate to it in that, but I don't think that they're like doing it in a way that we do it when we listen to, Hip hop because we have had to live doing that all the time when mm-hmm. this is one of the rare occasions when they have to do that. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Another thing that I notice now, in particular when it comes to Megan Thee Stallion, um, I'm noticing that people don't. There's there's a few things happening there. So like people don't think that there can be a, like a duality when it comes to a woman in hip hop. So like, mm-hmm. not even just do like like many persons and many styles or many um things happening in one person Mm -hmm. so like if megan is going to be a person who writes her home rhymes and freestyles all the time and do all of this stuff then do all of this stuff then she shouldn't be femme Mm -hmm. um she shouldn't be rapping about dick and how she you know fucks and how she plays niggas she shouldn't be doing that she shouldn't be femme and actually attractive and she shouldn't and she shouldn't like be enjoying it and like twerking and like mm-hmm. having fun and being and like herself in the narrative inc- inc- and being yes, a part of it and being a part of it mm-hmm. and asking other women to be a part of it too and like right. ride the boat and like make it like a fucking movement like mm-hmm. she's making it a movement and you're not supposed to do that when you're in hip hop when you're like a femme presenting attractive person you're just supposed right. to sit there and look cute talk about sex and getting money and then that's where it stops it's Mm -hmm. not supposed to be any depth to you you're Mm -hmm. not supposed to the things that she does you're not supposed to do that's that's not supposed to happen so like she's even been quoted she's even said that people have said like you need to rap or quote you need to either twerk or rap and it's like Mm -hmm. what the like why can't i do both yeah like what the fuck? Like it makes no sense. It's kind of it's kind of like the Uchiwali versus one mic argument. Like yeah, which is stupid. Which too. is dumb, and I'm tired of hearing. And I would wish people would stop asking it. But they're not. Because they stupid. Yeah, it's like um, it is like we are Com- multifaceted, people. complicated people. Like everything is not always like one thing or the other. Like revolutionaries like to have a good time too. Um. Niggas who work hard like to do drugs. Like it's there's a, a multitude of ways to think. And let's not pretend. Speaking of Uchiwali or one mic or whatever, let's not pretend that our faves are not problematic. Let's not pretend that yeah. our favorite quote unquote conscious rappers are not fucking patronizing to women and misogynistic. Let's not pretend that our favorite pro black 
uh, alleged rappers are not also on some res- respectability shit traditionally. Yes. Like, let's not pretend that we're or child molesters. Let's not pretend that we're not watching people oftentimes grow and learn while they're on this journey on the mic. Like, Word. let's not pretend that. Word. So, I feel like she should be allowed when she's not fucking doesn't have her head in a book if she wants to sing about sex and shaking her ass or whatever like you can do that you can be all those things and then still be in an interview and and somebody ask you questions that make sense instead of ridiculous shit about your fucking weave or like not knowing that um somebody interviewed her and didn't know that her Her mom mom had had just passed recently or just asking asking things Men routinely ask women rappers questions that have nothing to do with their craft. Yeah. Questions that have nothing to do with the work because they think the work is a joke and they think that even that the, the content, they ask these questions that like they have decided who these women are mm-hmm. based on the subject matter and not the content. So the subject might be sex, but the content itself is bigger than yeah just sex it's it's sure okay five different women rappers are rapping about sex they're all saying different things yes and that's the part of it that's like just like five different motherfuckers have talked to me about how they sell coke Mm -hmm. but it sounds like different things from different places or five different motherfuckers have told me how they fucking fuck everybody too Mm -hmm. and it's said in many different ways and we don't say to them like you know it's mad people rapping about sex or like you know like Mm -hmm. it's just silly like why are you always rapping about sex man what's your deal what's your what's going on what's yeah it's fucking silly Mm -hmm. and then let's be for real how much would you be listening to her if she wasn't talking about sex that's the other piece of it that has been brought up there are other rappers right it's mad there are mad women rappers that exist and the ones that mainstream chooses to highlight mm-hmm. are the ones who are rapping, rapping about, about sex, sex. Or, the, or the ones who are rapping about things that um they feel like the populace will be more drawn mm-hmm. to yep. you know what i'm saying because yep. that's really the media makers the producers like the, there is uh, a machine that has the power to elevate certain type of work over the others and this is what they choose to elevate yeah, and, and somebody like jermaine dupree who has access and has been a gatekeeper in this shit that part you know this right and like you know and then it's i i always get annoyed when people put the labor on the in this case the person who is oppressed so mm-hmm. if i'm a woman in hip-hop i'm fighting against patriarchy mm-hmm. i cannot fight that whole system alone and there are people who have more power who have more privilege who can challenge that system in ways that i cannot so i hate when people like jermaine dupree puts that on the woman in the game as mm-hmm. if that is something that they if if Woman in hip hop could overthrow patriarchy in hip hop. That shit would have been thrown. Right. Oh, like it would have been, it would have been gone. Mm-hmm. But we can't. Mm-hmm. So like, we need you to address that shit. Why? Because you're a man, and men listen to men. Mm-hmm. They don't listen to fucking women. You think a woman hasn't said this before? Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? But like to put that labor on women who are a part of the oppressed group anyway in this space is not what you're supposed to do. That's not what you do mm-hmm. at all. You know what he did in response to this? Do I want to know? I didn't even want to read this actual like fucking quote. What did oh, he do? I read it for the list. I put it there for the listeners. Mm-hmm. So he cre- he decided to make a section of so so deaf that's so so deaf female. What a fucking dude. <laughs> I was going to say what a nigga, but it felt so <laughs> negative. 
And I don't like using the word nigga like that. Yeah, this is about like oh female cyphers. Unnecessary. About and people clowned him for that. Um, I think Black was like, this seems reactionary, not like yeah. you're actually being proactive and care about what these women, what, what mm-hmm. people are saying. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? And then I saw a tweet from No Name, and she just was laughing. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck is this? And then she put something like, pussy, 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 overthrow the system, pussy, pussy, pussy. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, yeah. What the fuck? But yeah, it was, it's just Jermaine. Be quiet. And, I, and it's, 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 I don't know. Just be quiet. And it's like, did you, do you have, did you need, did you need to go viral? Did you need us to talk about you? Did you need to be buzzed? Mm-hmm. Like, what, why did you do this? Who did he, who was he talking to? He was being interviewed by, it was People Magazine. They have like a, not like a, you know how you, every, everything has like a YouTube channel or okay. like a, a visual yeah. towards a publication. Mm-hmm. It was like that. So it was two women, one black, one white. Um, and they were kind of like, whoa, because they were just asking him, like, oh, so who do you like now? Do you like Cardi? Do you mm-hmm. like Megan? You know, oh, Nicki Minaj. Okay. Like, who are you? Who are you into? You know, because he was, what he was opening with in the interview was that he's like the brat, um, opened a lot of doors for women in hip hop. She was the first solo woman artist to go platinum mm-hmm. and lots of, you know, lots of women have gone platinum since, you know, whatever. So that's what started the woman in hip hop right. conversation. Which is valuable. Yes. Conversation. And it's forgotten okay. because you said this dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You know, that was really like right. it was good, valuable yeah. information to mm-hmm. have. Um, so then that's when they started to ask him about, you know, mm-hmm. so who are you feeling now? Cardi, Megan? Can we talk about, let's talk about the brat for a minute. Sorry. Yeah, let's go there. Yeah. Let's talk about the brat for a minute. So like, she did all of those things. I know she went to jail for a little minute. Prison? Prison. For mm-hmm. a little minute. Yeah. Um, but I feel like she was a lyricist. She's a lyricist. Like, freestyle, rap her ass off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still feel like she doesn't get her things. Like, it didn't matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It didn't. It didn't matter. Yeah. You know, when we think of, like... She's not talked about. Right. Like right. At all. Yeah. And I think part of that, a part of that in this conversation is um, because sexuality, a certain type of sexuality, because the brat did get sexual in her shit. A certain type of yeah, sexuality is all that's promoted. It just, it just, well, I guess what I'm saying is that people talk about people. People, because of misogyny, like to make this hierarchy of women. Like, which bitch matters, right? Mm -hmm. These are bitches that matter. These are bitches that that don't. don't. These type of women are valuable. Their work is valuable. Their work is not valuable, this, that, or whatever. And people would call the brat, like, one of those people who their work matters because they presented in a way that was seen as being less sexual and because they presented in a way that was more, quote-unquote, covered up Mm -hmm. um, and that was more masculine-leaning because that's how the brat is. The brat is masculine leaning present right. most oftentimes masculine presenting yada 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 whatever masculine feminine means blah blah um she still didn't get her things she mm-hmm. still didn't get everything she's owed all her due that it didn't happen and so i just um i just feel like what is the point you know what i'm saying like the we know what like the hierarchy, the comparisons, all that stuff matters, right? But even if let's okay, all that stuff doesn't matter. Excuse me. 
let's pretend that it matters that fucking this bitch has on clothes and this bitch doesn't and this bitch is fucking modest and this bitch is not and this Mm -hmm. one is feminine this one is masculine let's let's pretend that that those things matter if this is what matters to you this is how you treat your legends yeah you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying like yes she's the first person the first woman to first solo um, woman rap artist to go platinum to go platinum okay what have you done? Like you have the influence. You're the one. You are a mover shaker. Yeah. You are a millionaire. You wasn't in prison for the amount of time she was in. Yeah. So like, did you help her relaunch her career? Like, what are you? Why are you here, son? Did you only bring her up to compare her, her to too. other women of to course. say what women are are bad? Probably. That's the other thing is that people invoke our again with keeping our names as black women in your mouth. People invoke our names to do shit, to leverage shit, to yeah. make other people feel bad, to make other people look bad, um, to make themselves look good. Whatever the fuck, people invoke our name for shit like that, but they don't invoke us to get us paid, get us money, give us our due, give us our props and shit like that. So it just feels like, yeah, like, did you bring that up to shit on the other women that yeah. you're about to mention? Mm-hmm. Or did you bring that up because niggas need to remember that the brat was like, an incredible talent yes is mm-hmm. an incredible talent yeah you know what i'm saying yep. so that that is uncomfortable and it's tired and i wanted to stop and it's upsetting me and my homegirl yeah okay i revisited that clip the other day <laughs> it is upsetting me and my homegirl for real you gonna bring that in somebody clip <laughs> something else about this mm-hmm. i guess when we talk about those who intellectualize this stuff, like those who intellectualize their work and critique the sexual nature, I think about a lot of um, Megan's work mm-hmm. and Cardi's work. And like, I think I'm always down for critiquing some shit yeah. and looking at some shit. But I think there are times when it's critiqued in a way that it's like, can niggas just have fun? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, is, is Megan allowed is she not allowed to just just like exist and and rap about enjoying fucking can like can she do that in a way that is not um a larger critique of the state of the black woman right right you know like i feel like another part of like misogyny and misogynoir in particular is that like we're not allowed to just exist we always have to exist in service of something, something. right and i feel or, like or in reaction to something. yeah a part of why my father doesn't like this podcast is because i don't do a podcast that's for my niece i'm not here to like help raise the babies you, you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. we have to be like sterile kid-friendly and um in service of the greater good at all times like Mm -hmm. we can't just like be ourselves which is servicing somebody you know what i'm saying but we have to be a certain type of accessible and for every woman everyone and particularly like in service of like building we just have to be respectable all the time we have to be something that is palatable and appeasable that part that um, for lack of a better word, mainstream would like and not mm-hmm. scary and not making people uncomfortable and all of those things. And like, I'm thinking about what you just said about your dad and it's like, does he think your niece is not going to grow up? Does he think she's not going to like become a woman and needs to hear the shit that we talk about? Mm-hmm. She's not going to just be this little... Well, there's no such thing as women. Girl Unless forever. they're doing something in service. That's the thing. Unless like, they're doing, the we're fuck? not. We're not allowed... I'm not to, allowed to be a fully realized, actualized, like whole ass human being person. Mm-hmm. Everything that I do... Should be in service to a child 
a partner, something, and someone else. I'm not allowed to talk about my experiences in those instances. Delete They're not safe for work. They're not safe for anybody shit. or anything. Yeah. I, I feel like there has to be space for us to just exist. Yeah. Like, and I think some of that is like the back black joy. Yes, that doctrine. Like, we, like we that's a carefree. Thing. We create that's a carefree black girl. Megan is a carefree yeah, black girl. Like, Hot girl summer is carefree black girl shit. Hell. But we make it like all these things look in this one particular way and it's not right. It's annoying. And it's like why there are things that we acknowledge as things that black people create so that they don't have to deal with the white supremacist patriarchal mm-hmm, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Why can't this just be that? Right. Why does it have to be like some huge critique about the state of black women and where we at in our relations to whiteness and our relations to patriarchy and our relations to service? Like, mm-hmm. why does it have to get to that? Why right. can't it just be like, we want to fucking ride the boat and have a hot girl summer and we want to twerk or not twerk mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck you want to do? Like, I, like, why can't we just, just be chilling? Mm-hmm. Why can't we just be chilling? And, be, like, be in the studio and be like, yo, this is what I want to talk about. And then that's what you talk about. Like, mm-hmm. there always has to be this deep, heavy um, thing tied to everything black people do. And it's just like, shit, like, relax. Loosen your shoulders. The fuck? Drop down and get your eagle on. Get your fucking eagle on, man. Shit, I can't really do that too much anymore. But the knees, I don't yo. have Megan's knees. Nah, nobody does, She yo. needs to market them shits. She needs to insure them. <laughs> yo, she does. Insure your I knees. I used to want to Beyonce's knees. So I moved on to Megan's. Insure your knees, Megan. I think it's okay to critique stuff and find out where things came from. And I think that there are aspects of our black joy that come from a response to mm-hmm. white supremacy and shit. But I think there needs to be nuance. I know I keep begging people for that, but why should I expect it? But I think there needs to be... Please. Please. Please, baby, please. Please. Nuance. Nuance, yo. I think there needs to be... Like, you can do both. You can, like, critique something and acknowledge, like, that this this is actually black joy. And this black woman is doing, like, what she wants to do. Like, all this is... All these black women are, are doing, doing what, what they, they want to do. Right. And how come we don't critique the men around them? And how come we don't critique the men who, you know, as open as we are critiquing these women? Mm. Why aren't we critiquing the men who are like, like fucking agents of the white patriarchy? Like, could we talk more about them? Mm-hmm. But like, why am I sitting here talking about these women? Mm-hmm. Could we talk about them? Like, mm-hmm. you know? I think people. I think there have been discussions about like rap is bad. You know what I'm saying? Is that what what do you no, mean? I don't mean that. Okay. I don't think rap is bad. Like rap I don't blame rap for the white supremacist patriarchal capital. Like that that's that happens outside of that and it's gonna find its way into hip hop. Uh-huh. I'm just saying that the conversation always kind of goes to putting the labor and the onus of changing that for women on women. Mm-hmm, and it's like, mm-hmm, nah, mm-hmm. these are the fucking right. people who are perpetuating that shit. Why right. aren't we putting that labor towards them? Why aren't we questioning them? Why aren't we have interviewing guys and asking them, why do you do this? Mm-hmm, why do you do that? Mm-hmm. Why aren't we doing that? It's always, you know? Yeah, it's always, so what are women going to do? What are going to do? What and are you all going to do? And it's yeah. like, no, ask these motherfuckers these questions because mm-hmm. they're actually the ones in, who have the privilege and the power more so than these black women in these spaces. Direct that energy to them. Mm-hmm. Give them that same fucking energy. Right. 
That's what I mean. Like, right. come on. Fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see more um, hip-hop journalists, if that's a thing anymore. I want to see them... But I want to see more of them, like... Like, let's dig deeper, niggas. Like, remember remember In Living Color? Not In Living Color. Remember A Different World where Jennifer Lewis' character would be like, dig deeper. Like, I want to see... Like, let's get to the next layer of this, like, sexuality shit. Word. Let's talk about the different ways in which different women, different rappers are talking about sexuality. Because it's all they're saying, all different types of shit. Very different. They're saying all different types Thanks. of shit, yo. Trina was not saying the same thing as Little Kim. Absolutely not. All right. If y'all have more thoughts on this women in hip-hop shit, I'm down to keep talking about it. Honestly, I love women in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's fucking do that. Let's yeah. talk. More. And we had a very like we didn't have a linear conversation, but we talked about like very mainstream artists. There are hundreds of women rappers that you can like hundreds. that exist that have albums that have records that matter. Whole ass albums, do whole ass tours, have whole ass shows. Mm-hmm. Have whole ass followings. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Speaking of shows, we were at Megan The Stallion's first uh, performance in front of people. Yeah, we ever. were. At yeah, South at South by Southwest. We didn't West. know that that was her first one. We did ever, not uh, know. We, heard. we didn't know that she was good, yo. Thanks to um, Money from Queer Walk saying, "I want to go to this," and, and we went. Like, okay. Yeah, I had a good time. <laughs> that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it has been cool to like look at where she's at now, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one day I randomly was like, "Wait, that was the girl that we saw outside." Yeah, he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh." That was like, uh, that was less than a year and a half ago, yeah. right? It was March, April, May, June? Yeah, that was less than a year and a half yeah. ago. Yeah, and like, like oh, that was that girl money took us? I'm like, "Oh shit, that was a yeah." It's popping. It is, yo. That's fucking dope. So I'm excited about it. But um, yeah, be sure that you are fucking like lifting up women in hip-hop that you fuck with and if you and not giving them the labor to change that the part shit. yeah and if you find yourself fucking with the same three women in hip-hop in hip-hop look for more look for others Diversify. yo bring rico Not nasty you. to afropunk all right anyway sorry <laughs> <laughs> you on that campaign hard i am you on that campaign hard. i am yo was she already there somebody tell me all right mm-hmm we did a motherfucking show. Yes. Be sure to follow us on all the social medias. We're on Twitter and Instagram at T with QJ. We are on Facebook and Tumblr at T with Queen and J. You can send us your T mail at T with Queen and J at gmail.com and visit our website, T with Queen and J dot com. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you are listening to this podcast. Yep. Be sure to rate, like, all that good Review. shit. Yo, let people know that you fuck with T with Queen and J podcast. Word and what else anything i think that's that i think that's it we can get into the hashtag all right okay hashtags um stop killing trans women stop it black lives matter say her name all black lives matter maybe he doesn't hit you you okay sis disability too white why i stay black panther so lit film this spoonie chat chronic loaf Inner Hole Uprising, Queer Walk, Queer Walk Pod. Unpack BG, Bag Ladies, Tea with QJ. Ow, Sexually Liberated Woman, Marsha's Plate. Mix Dixon. Yes, ow. Ow. Mm-hmm. Um.
niggas being niggas. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Janicia with, with production, production assistance. Support. support? Okay, thank you. With production support from Ameka. Peace out. Bye. There was only one stripper rapper. So I don't know what the hell you talking about. And ain't nothing wrong with a stripper who wants to try new things. I was this close to popping that pussy on the goddamn pole. But then God said, no, bitch, you cannot dance. And no one will pay to see you drop it. No one will see you. No one will pay to see you bust it or pop it. So I decided not to do that. But I would have because I was hungry for that money. I was hungry for that. I was hungry at the idea of potentially having a sugar daddy, but I was too scared. I was too scared of the white man getting too close and potentially what he would do once he found out I was not going to let him have this pussy. I was very scared of entering those lifestyles. So I commend the people who actually were brave enough to do that, to do different things in that realm of work.